This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thank you for being here again. It is time to talk about Gate 63. Before we get into it, of course, I just want to remind you, I've got a new gate guide to all 64 gates, all the deep dive episodes where we talk about not only the gate itself, but the center, the circuitry, the channel, you know, all the notes and different things I've collected as a 4-1 that really take you on the full, the full spectrum journey of each of these 64 gates. And so this is a PDF that has clickable links. It takes you directly to the episode and it also has the keywords and you can get this for free just by leaving the podcast Beauty by Design a five-star rating and review. Send me a screenshot of your review to the email. It's in the show notes here linked directly and uh, that's it. I'll send you over a gate guide. Very handy when you're trying to, you know, find the gate that you want. And on my website, of course, we have free human design charts with extended chart properties. So say you pull your chart and the first one you're going to look at is the upper right hand side in black, little circle, dot in the middle of it, the first one. That's your sun gate. That's the most important one in your chart. For me, I'd be like, okay, it's gate 36. Well, then you can immediately go to find that episode, read the keywords and bada bing, bada boom, you know, you're like, you're on your way. And you can start researching your own chart through through the journey of the podcast because season three is fast approaching and we're going in a very different direction <laughs> come season three. So anyway, get that chart, um, get the free charts, of course, on the website, free guide to the basics, the free podcast guide. And then, of course, it'll all take you to like the $11 masterclasses, the yoga nidras. And again, I just keep saying I'm feverishly feverishly working on things in the background. I have pressure being applied to me by outside sources, which is a good thing because it gets me to get some stuff done and it's coming along really nicely. So I'm, I'm glad I'm making a little progress every day. So pretty soon there's going to be a new offering out, out in these streets. Anyway, let's get on to the episode. Um, of course, as always, you know, the disclaimer, don't try to understand this at the mental level. Let the sound current, the energy, the frequency of beauty sink deep into your cells like good skincare. And that's pretty important in this one because this one is trying to logically figure everything out. So if you are a gate 63 person, I'll just say that right off the bat, just relax. <laughs> just relax. Don't try to understand. All right, let's get into it. Um, Gate 63, we're still moving through Pisces, of course, we're in 63, which is located in the head center, also you know, known as the crown, if you're thinking like the chakra system, which human design, it's not chakras, it's energy centers, but you know, making the correlation there. This is part of the collective understanding or logic circuitry. So this is the more yang, cool-headed, planning, future-focused side of the chart. It likes repeatable patterns that you can experiment with to prove. It is the logical left brain, what I've coined refinement and alignment is that side of the collective circuitry versus the creative experiential flow of the collective abstract sensing side. So collective logic is really like a better, brighter future. It's the status quo, right? And collective logic in general is impersonal. 
And the keynote is sharing. So this, like I said, it's a very, the math and science side of the chart, which like I always say, makes me laugh that this is a Pisces gate. But anyway, we're not really known for that. I am a Pisces. <laughs> so starting with the center itself, the head is a pressure center. It pressures us to know, to think, or to make sense of things. It piques our imagination and wants an answer to how, why, what, right? It's hypotheses. How can this work better? Pressure pops into the head in the form of questions. And then the energy moves down to the ajna, to the mind, to the third eye, to be made sense of and to get an answer. So gate 63 is known as the gate of doubt. This is logical pressure to make sense of the pattern through doubt, looking for the logic or a new pattern. It's always questioning things and looking for the logical answer. This is not an energy that is simply going to take things at face value. It's super skeptical vibes, right? It's always looking for proof. It's suspicious minds. The low expression can show up in a few different forms. Turned inward, it can be full of self-doubt and mental anxiety, never feeling quite sure of things. And then turned outward onto others, it can become deeply suspicious if it doesn't get a simple, clear, sensible answer to the question it's seeking. Making collective energy personal. That's a whole other thing. It's like this energy is not meant to be used on yourself as an individual or on other people as individuals. This is for making things better for everyone. So you might get to the end of things. You're done, but you're doubtful that it was actually good enough. Remember, this side of the chart is coming from the perfectionist side. So there's that tendency of never good enough here. This is a mental pressure that is always on and never goes away. But the high expression is the pressure to uncover the truth. Truth all caps, right? It's the archetype of truth itself. It's healthy skepticism at its best, objective and neutral. It's just not going to believe something until it's sufficiently comprehended. So this is permission to question everything. A person with this gate can be incredible at pattern recognition and formulating educated answers. Again, remember, refining and aligning, looking for the micro details that are going to make the little 1% improvements to systems and structures. It's got the data, right? When this gate is used for the betterment of the collective, again, versus on the individual self or on another individual, it's applying that mental pressure to get the answers that will help propel everyone forward. It is working for the collective. At the end of the day, it's moving away from doubting yourself and cultivating a very deep sense of self-trust. In the Gene Keys, the shadow of this one is doubt, the gift is inquiry, and the city is truth. So the low side of this one in the Gene Keys, it's full of self-doubt, suspicion, it's cynical, it's skeptical. And to paraphrase what Richard Brett is talking about in this Gene Key journey, is essentially like life defies linear explanation and resists confinement to rigid constructs. The core essence remains this enigma that needs to be embraced rather than deciphered, which is hard for a 63, right? It's looking for answers. The concept challenges the intellect, particularly within the realm of the 63rd key, which is deep in patterns and logical systems. This shadow manifests as doubt which is the driving force behind our quest for answers. However, every scientific revelation really emerges from a seed of skepticism. 
The struggle between the left and the right brain here illustrates the dichotomy between analytical thinking and holistic perception. Doubt, whether internal or external, triggers imbalances that disrupts our mental equilibrium, leading to self-doubt, and there's that skepticism again. <laughs> but genuine skepticism, it's good. It fosters inquiry and open-mindedness, unlike cynicism. The journey of inquiry remains receptive to relative truths. And the gift here offers this path to healing, promoting logic in service of the collective good, aligning insights with the wisdom of the heart. And ultimately, as every jinki does, this journey leads inward, where doubt transforms into existential questioning and the heart becomes the ultimate inquirer. Through this transformative process, we transcend the confines of logic and embrace the ineffable truth of our being. And Richard Rudd says, truth is only realized after completion. When we've finished with logic and the mind, we already know and are truth. All right, so my notes here, this is part of a projected channel. Projector rules apply, needs to be seen, recognized, invited to ask questions, share doubts, that need to poke holes in theories, right? <laughs> so you need to be asked for your suggestions for improvements, right? Asked for the the questioning. I think of this, my friends that I have that have this, it always makes me laugh. It's like, I have notes, skincare truthers. Um, Rianne, the master esthetician, she always pops into my head with the 63 because she's somebody very much in this, in this realm of things, you know, with the 63 really looking for like the answers, the science, the logic, right? This is associated with the pineal gland, which is the gland that produces melatonin, your sleep hormone. The pineal is aware of light and dark and the sleep and wake cycle. And I always think that's definitely a literal and a metaphoric thing, being awake versus asleep. Spiritually, it's thought of as the third eye, the seat of the soul. It moves neurotransmitters from the storage areas of the brain, the gray matter, to the frontal lobes of the brain. And that makes sense, right? We're going from the head center up at the top and bringing that inspiration down to the ajna to be made sense of. We're really bringing the truth to light. In the I Ching, you know, like I said, this is known as after completion. And that's interesting because it's like, wait, we're 63. There's 64 gates, right? <laughs> There's 64 core energies of the world. And when you get to the 64th key, it's like, oh, wait, or the gate, you know, the hexagram. It's this realization like, oh, the ending is really the beginning all over again. It's just one big cycle. <laughs> it's just a big wheel. Which brings us to the programming partner. So if the earth is in Pisces, 63, the sun is automatically opposite in Virgo, gate 64. 64 is known as before completion, the gate of confusion, right? I'm confused. Wait, I thought this was the end, right? Um, the keynote with this one is the abstract pressure to make sense of the past and to resolve chaos and confusion. And I always think, hilarious, right? Because this is the, the last of the 64 gates. No, energy is infinite. You're confused because you think it's over, but it ain't over. And this one is about what, right? Mental pictures. Like, what was that all about? This one is coming from the collective abstract. So hindsight is 2020. 63 is looking forward, trying to predict logically the future, trying to perfect. 64 is looking back going, what just happened? What happened here? Trying to make sense of it all. 
So this one, you know, in its low expression, it's confusing thoughts, mental cloudiness, can't make sense of things, trying to force things to make sense, um, trying to explain inspiration logically and through words. It's worrying about how this makes any sense and trying to force sense before it's time, pressure to make sense of the past. The high expression over here, though, is being the observer, not giving all of your power to the mind, allowing insight to just drop in, enjoying the ride, enjoying the experience, thinking in pictures and images um, for somebody like this, doodling, being creative, big picture vision. Again, hindsight's twenty twenty, And, you know, going back to the fact that this is from the opposite side, the yin, the feminine, the receptive side of the body graph, it is about the experience, not analyzing things to death logically trying to plot out and perfect things um you know and again the fact that the, this one is the last of the 64 gates is quite meaningful and you know up in the head it's it's receiving the download in the form of images and memories memories is big here so it's kind of like the end of a very confusing movie where you know you're ready to turn it off and in the last five minutes everything starts to come together and make sense and totally blows your mind that's the best way i can describe gate 64 it's like oh yeah swimming in abstract confusing images until all of a sudden it just boom like hits and and just totally all makes sense all the puzzle pieces come together i'm always like just relax and enjoy the ride. This one really benefits from meditation, clearing the mind, just kind of opening that space up. You know, there's always a reason for 64. If you don't understand yet, don't be in a hurry to figure things out. Like everything is going to come together all in due time, all in divine timing. And when clarity eventually comes here, it's not necessarily meant to be acted upon, but instead shared with others. It is definitely the evolutionary spiral. And I always think with Einstein, Einstein quote here, you know, who is a Pisces, it's like energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from one form into another. It's like, it's never done. It's never finished. And this one is also associated with the pineal gland. So again, the relationship between these two gates, the, the left and right brain, the hemispheres is so interesting. It's the balance and the harmony of the logic and the creativity, you know, the, um, the make it make sense side and the intuitive side. And then the gate that completes the channel is Leo, gate four, forming the channel of logic. And four is known as youthful folly. It's the gate of formalization. And the keynote for this one is formulating a logical answer, mental anxiety that you will never find order in your life and that you will always be in chaos. It is the need to find and give answers. So at its core, gate four is about comparing and contrasting patterns, systems, right? Human design, for example, which is a huge system. Um, with this one, the low is, it can be intolerant, overly intellectual, cold, sterile, hardcore logic. It's like super in the head, thinking and overanalyzing. I always think of it being like a dog with a bone. It's like it needs answers to the questions. And it can definitely skew very anxious when, you know, they can't wrap their mind around something making and taking it personal again because this is collective um jumping to conclusions black and white thinking and of course this is that nice reminder according to human design none of us are meant to make decisions from our minds instead our minds function as outer authorities to be used to help other people our minds are collecting and formulating answers for others we all have some sort of other authority that is our boss that it helps us make our decisions 
not helps us. If we're really trusting our authority, it is making the decisions for us. Uh, anyway, the high for gate four is always looking for answers. It's always trying to make sense of things. And it is a pressure. It is a pressure to find the answers. This energy constantly seeks to mentally organize messiness and loose ends. This person always has an answer for everything or is always searching to find one. They want a resolution, but it's really just the beginning of a process. Being part of the collective logic circuitry, it uses repeatable patterns that are proven over time to get there. So chances are, if you have this gate, you're good at math or that typical, you know, logical type of thought process. This is a person you want on your team who can bring order and organization to the chaos. This is an important thing to remember if you have gate four, you're here to answer other people's questions, their inquiries. It is not there to answer questions for you or about yourself. Your job is to always trust your own strategy and authority and have fun thinking on the behalf of those around you. And I always think with this one, like the youthful folly, that name, it, it's like you're always needing an answer, but you're not always going to get one. Sometimes there aren't answers or, you know, the answer changes things change. Um, you know, that's the folly is thinking you have the answer, the one and only answer. This is also prone to overthinking. So again, human design, it's not about the mind, not about the mind. I think about that. I'm like, yoga nidra, bypass the mind, get into the cells. Okay. So gate 63, we've got the pressure coming from the head, all coming, coming down from the top coming from that center, connecting to gate four in the ajna, the mind, the third eye, to turn that inspiration or the questions from above into fully formed ideas and then experiment with the idea to prove them, to prove the formula that it's figured out or created. It is essentially, it's the question in 63 and the answer in gate four. But the whole thing is like, then you got to experiment with it. You got to prove it. Like a math teacher saying, show your work. <laughs> when the two come together to form the channel of logic, it's about having a logical and doubtful mind and using it to be of service to others. Wait, and the invitations will come for your brand of clarity and your logical answers. Okay. And, and again, you know, like this doesn't have a motor behind it because it's coming from up top. It has pressure, but no motor, no energy to get it done. So that's why this is essential. You wait to be asked for this. Okay, so astrologically, we've got Leo. That's our gate four with Pisces, 63. This is a quincunx aspect, um, which is a little bit awkward. And I'm like, yeah, totally. You know, we have doubtful Pisces and logical Leo. Like, what? <laughs> I'm always just like, this is such an oddball pairing because um, it definitely is odd for those, I'd say that for those two signs, especially Pisces. So if you have the full channel, like my mental projector nephew, this is his one and only channel, uh, you've got a mind that questions everything and is driven to get to the answer, trying to figure it all out like a little mental computer. But again, even if you were just like him, you are still not meant to make decisions from your mind. Even a mental projector, it has a different, a different way of making their decisions. Okay. It's not your mind. It's never your mind. And I even think in beauty, like this is the evidence-based esthetician, somebody probably very clinical. They're not bringing on lines or devices until it's all been properly vetted, not being sold on BS. You know, they want to see the hardcore science, um, people wanting answers to their skincare woes, right? 
So like I said, I, I mentioned Rianne, you know, and Marie skincare. She's the other one. She's a four. And, and I'm like, oh yeah. And they're both line fives. This is so, this is such that energy, like, all right, practical solutions, figuring it out. No BS. Right? I love it. Um, and this is happening in the first quarter of the wheel, purpose fulfilled through mind. It's clarity of mind. It's the truth. All right. Do you have this gate? Look all the way up at the top on the right-hand side, 63. Is it colored in black, red, or red and black? If it is, you have it defined somewhere in your chart. If it's not, if it's white, look down below, look to the top right-hand side of the Ajna. Do you have four colored in black, red, or red and black? If you do, you're going to get the full channel for approximately six days. If you're like me, I've got nothing going on here nothing um you, you know you're going to observe it you're going to observe it in other people like i just said i have friends that have this energy prominently um of course we're all going to experience it through the transit so be the observer be the witness to what's going on and then you can understand oh if i'm having mental pressure uh things going on in the head center like prone to headaches even for like the next six days or so it's like it could be possible not saying it will be but again i'm just just your cosmic weather girl reporting for duty, letting you know what's going on. So yeah, be the observer. See how this affects you or people in your life. Please leave the podcast a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. Helps so much. You can send me that screenshot to my email and I will shoot you over the PDF, the gate guide for all 64 deep dives. And if you want to learn more human design, my website, McKaylinMcLean.com, free charts, free guides. $11 masterclasses, yoga nidras, and more things coming, working on some cool projects and working on things with other people too. So excited about that. All will be revealed in due time. Season three, I think it's all coming soon. Pop over to Instagram if you're not following me over there already at Michaela McLean, where I share my weekly tips to embody this energy in a very tangible way we're getting a break from the emotional solar plexus this week so that's kind of nice you know it'll be different oils crystals frequencies all that good stuff to either use for yourself or if you are in aesthetics bring into your treatment room for the next six days so very helpful to work with the energy i always say it's kind of like knowing it's going to snow and needing your snow boots or or an umbrella or something like that or it's hot you know okay don't want to i don't want to wear my winter coat Knowing, knowing what the vibe is doing so that you can work with it accordingly, again, whether that's for personal or professional needs. All right. Of course, until next time, have a beautiful day.